Welcome to Swoo Soul Stories, the podcast where the stories of alumni and friends of Southern Wesleyan University are told. Since 1906, God has been moving on our campus and using warriors to change the world. These are their stories. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Swoo Soul Stories. I am your host, Heath Mulliken, Director of Alumni Relations at Southern Wesleyan. And we've got a great episode for you today. As part of our week of giving, we're interviewing different alumni. We're talking about their story, their journey to SWU, but also why they give back to Southern Wesleyan. And today's guest is one of my good friends, Dr. Amber James. Amber, how are you today? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing uh, phenomenal. You and I are both in very busy seasons of Absolutely. life. Absolutely. So I appreciate uh, the time uh, that you've given us today. So let's kind of start. I always start at the end with everybody. And I want to talk about what your role at Southern Wesleyan is uh, right now. Sure. So I just finished or am currently finishing year five on faculty. I'm assistant professor of music. I also direct the student productions. And in the fall, I will be taking charge of the music department. Oh, wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, you're also currently a student. That's correct. I decided to go back and get a second master's degree in counseling psychology, which is an online degree offered here at SWU, and I'm just finishing my first year in that program. Um, and we just finished Little Mermaid um, a little less than a month ago. What a great, what a great, great weekend. I'd never seen The Little Mermaid. Now I've seen it four times, and every show, I kept waiting for you guys to have an off night. It never happened. It just kept getting better and better, and then last night, they just kind of... Yeah, they were really feeling it in that final show. We had so much fun. Right. That was just a complete joy to be a part of that process. So much talent, so much color. Yeah. So many volunteers. Right. Yeah, it was great. It was it was really fun to see the the contrast. Like really the last 3 years like Newsy after Newsy's after being postponed a year was just this triumph, this celebration, this energy, this kind of letting out 18 months of frustration. And then Titanic was such was such a different thing, but yet so powerful, so impactful, so emotional. And then I feel like you've just kind of taken us on this emotional roller coaster. The last I feel like years. I have been on an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> so welcome to my life. <laughs> right. Well, let's let's talk about your life a little bit. How did you find yourself coming to be a student at Southern Wesleyan? So I grew up in the Wesleyan Church as a Wesleyan pastor's kid and uh, pastor's grandkid. So I knew about SWU um, from a young age. I became involved with Teens and Talent, mm -hmm. TNT. Um, it's now called Campus Challenge um, in the 90s. And so I earned a lot of scholarship money. Um, and even though my family was in Indiana, um, my parents were working at headquarters at the time. When it came time to go to school, I only applied at SWU right. and was accepted. I just knew mm. from a young teenager that SWU was where I wanted to be. I wanted to come here and and take piano with Jane Dill and be trained by the best. 
Right, right, right. And once you um, got to Southern Wesleyan, what, what what year did you come to SWU, and what were some of your favorite experiences here as a student? So I came in the fall of 1999 as a freshman, and I was a music ed piano major. Um, the things I was involved with, um, obviously, were the choir. Um, I did play the tuba parts on a keyboard and wind ensemble a couple semesters and played some piano with the jazz band. But my favorite memories are of traveling on the ministry team. We were called From the Heart, mm-hmm. which was a one of the precursors to the current university singers. So I traveled and sang on that team for three years. Oh, wow. And my other favorite memories are being cast in some student productions. Dr. Paul Schleifer was the director at that time. And so I was able to perform in a few musicals. And um, so, yeah, my my memories of college and the ones that hold, um, you know, just that top place mm. of, of my favorite all revolved around what was happening here in music. Right. Right. What were some of the musicals uh, that Swoo did when you were in school? So my first year as a freshman, I think I was the only freshman in that cast. We did Godspell. Mm -hmm. Um, That was a lot of fun. Um, Those were back in the days of Folger. Right. Um, And I also did Bye Bye Birdie and Quilters. Those were the three that I performed in when I was a student. It's interesting now to see Folger still being used for student productions, but where a lot of the set design and building is done. And it's it's interesting to see current students kind of go in there, and after they performed in Newton Hobson, they, they cannot even wrap their heads around what Absolutely. we did. We pulled off some pretty amazing stuff in Folger. Absolutely. For sure. Some very large productions. Yeah, I'll take them in there now, either to work on sets on the stage or um, the bottom part of Folger. We now um, have our costumes, the upstairs offices. We have like props, stage pieces. We've kind of taken over the building, but it's so wonderful just because I have so memory so many memories tied to that building. Yeah. I spent all my time in there practicing and mm. and being involved um, in so many things. Chapel and the very first lessons and carols was in there. Oh yeah. And that was while I was a student here. And um it's really neat you know, sometimes the kids complain now, and I'm like, oh, you have no idea. <laughs> we are really grateful for the space. Um, we've grown so much in the last couple of years. Being able to have that space um, makes it easier on us when uh, we can't be in Newton Hobson all the time because we share it with other departments. Right, right. It's it, it's interesting, you know, I, I kind of used to brag, you know, when I was in Annie, I'm like, oh, yeah, man, we had packed houses every night. And then you realize, oh, yeah, there's not nearly as many seats in here as uh, Newton Hobson. And you, now you guys pack out Newton Hobson. Uh, yeah, we just had our largest audiences since I've been here. We Our final numbers were about 2,500 wow. for the course of The Little Mermaid. That's amazing. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. That's pretty incredible. Who are some of the people uh, that you traveled with on From the Heart? So um, this is kind of funny. 
all three years I traveled was with a completely different group of people. <laughs> I was the only common denominator. So sometimes I ask myself, was it you <laughs> or was it just the circumstances? But my first year, it, Ben and Angela Caldwell, yeah. Brian Stepp, um, Laura Beth uh, Weaver, who is Laura Beth Bickle. Now, Brian Swink. Um, we were uh, Matt Mitchell. Okay. That was our team. Wow. My second year was Deborah Kelly Rhodes. Yeah. And Jasmine Bird Denton, Mike Arnold, uh, Treadwell Ziegler. I feel like there's someone. Oh, Matthew TG. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just trying not to leave anybody out, you know? <laughs> um, and then my last year, that was the year that I was a uh, road manager. We had uh, Tim. Walters, uh, Jenny Walters Owens. Yeah. Um, maybe that was the year that Matthew TG, I may have gotten him on the wrong team. That's all right. Uh, not sure. Those of you who I forgot, I apologize. So, but you know, we, it, it's cool now to kind of help, um, with, with summer ministry teams and talk about strategy. And I think, I think students that don't do summer ministry team don't understand what they're missing out on. It I was, agree. That was one of the best summers of my life because you're traveling with some of your best friends, and you, for me, you know, being somebody that loves youth camp, uh, it was just so impactful, and to feel, you know, the honor and responsibility of representing Southern Wesleyan, and you know, recruiting students, and it's cool. You know, we were talking about this at the the recent ministry team reunion. Um, just how many of us still keep in contact with students that we had, you know, 20, 30 years ago, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so it's pretty, pretty impactful. So, uh, you, you said you've been back here, uh, five years, uh, being, being a professor. What's it like for you as someone who went to school here now coming back and being able to serve and seeing it from that side of the desk? What's that experience been like for you? I always knew it was going to be a possibility. Um, I remember it was really a dream that my grandfather mm. had for me that one day you could be back at Southern Wesleyan as a teacher. And I had aspirations of higher education, um, getting a master's degree and a doctorate. Um, I actually did come back to SWU um, to be on staff, I was the staff accompanist for the music department for three years while commuting to University of Georgia for my master's degree. So when I left after that that second time, I had I had no desire to necessarily come back. Mm -hmm. um, when the opportunity presented itself, I was living in New York City, working for myself. Um, I was singing with a small opera company, finishing up my dissertation teaching private piano and voice, loving living in the city. And um, then Dr. Campbell got a hold of me at a wedding of a former mm. um, student of the university. And I started to pray about it and just felt like God said, yeah, this is where you're going to go back. And since I've been back, I know that this is, this is what I'm meant to do. So I'm a, a third time's the charm. <laughs> student, staff, and faculty. Right, right. Um, I, I remember, you know, knowing, you know, you were in New York and, and really, you know, living the dream and remember hearing that you were coming back and I was like, oh my goodness, that's, uh, 
that's a first round draft pick right there, you know. And you and I talk all the time how, dude, I this is my I've got my dream job right now. Mm-hmm. Like I, we're lucky. We are, we're very blessed, you we, and I. We are very blessed, and you and I both. I feel we both work very hard. We will both work very crazy, unconventional schedules, but I don't know that we would have it any other way. I agree. Um, so this is, uh, we're releasing these episodes on Week of Giving, and every year we do uh, a lunch to to celebrate faculty and staff who give to Southern Wesleyan. And you are someone who who gives financially. I mean, you give so much of your time, your energy, your love, all of that. But you also give financially to Southern um, Wesleyan. And so the question we're asking everybody is, why do you give to Southern Wesleyan? So the biggest reason I give, it may even be considered slightly selfish, but um, I choose to give to student productions. Mm. Um, as the director, I want my kids to have all that they need to make our productions, just the top quality um, that they can be the professionalism. And so I feel strongly that I need to be a part of that Mm. and that I should be investing back in them because people did it for me. When I was a student here, people invested their time and their money Um, so that I could have those things. And so it's just a way that I can pay it forward and um, also lead by example, um, you know, to my cast and to others. Right. And like you mentioned, student productions provide such a unique experience for students. Um, I mean, you still, we still talk to people 30, 40 years ago who were in student productions and those are still some of the stories uh, mm-hmm. that they tell, uh, because you. What's weird? What's What's great about student productions is it brings together people from all across the campus that you normally don't interact with, and so you kind of build these friends over you know that four or five month period where you become really tight. And then you may not really interact with them uh, that that much more. How gratifying is it for you when you see all that? time and investment pay off with students just kind of living their dream? Well, I'll be honest with you. One thing that I don't like about being the director or like the conductor of the orchestra is I'm never able to see what happens backstage or downstairs in the dressing room areas, because that's really where a lot of the the relationships are built and the camaraderie. Of course I'm there like through the rehearsal process, but I'm always going to have a bird's eye view just because I need to manage everyone. And, you know, little mermaid had 64 cast members and you put crew on top of it. It's a lot of people to be responsible for and to take care of essentially, um, in, in every way that they need. Um, so, that's that's one thing that I wish I could see, but I do see the fruit of what happens. And I hear like my production team will tell me, you know, things that they notice backstage or different things like that. And that's what I that's all I care about. Like, are they growing? Are they learning? Mm. Are they having fun? Are they building relationships? And are we showing them a piece of Jesus? Right. Um, because not everyone who is in our productions 
has that um, because mm. we open them to our community. And we have adults, children, teenagers from the community, and some of them have never been involved um, in an organization such as SWU and how we do our productions and things like that. So that's really our mission yeah. and our goal. And it's it, there's always a higher purpose than just let's have fun and do a show. And I think people know that. Um, I think people get that when they come to see the show. I think our sponsors who financially give so that we can have these nice productions, I think they get that. It's very important to me that our students get to sing with a live orchestra. Mm. And the reality is there aren't any theaters, maybe some educational institutions do that, but right. there aren't any community theaters or even semi-professional theaters in Greenville who are doing that. Right. And so taking those things that we have and really um, highlighting them, giving students as many opportunities to be who they are and and grow, and hopefully they'll continue to perform as adults as a hobby or whatever, you know, that looks like for them, or they can be a patron of the arts or be a supporter. Yeah. So, so, um, two, two of our traditions here at SWU that, that, uh, one has started since Amber's been back is every homecoming. So this September 29th and 30th, we're having showstopper spectacular, all that jazz. What can people expect for this year's home, uh, uh showstopper spectacular? Well, I would say if people came to uh, Smokey Joe's Cafe, mm. um, it's going to definitely be uh, similar to our showstoppers in the past, but more of the jazz music, jazz-inspired music um, with a jazz band on the stage. I believe we're going to bring the finger desserts back. We did that our first year. Yeah. And we haven't done it since probably because we ran out that first night, <laughs> first night and had to scramble. We had no idea that it was going to be such a popular right. um, event for people to attend. Of course, we were thrilled. Um, but it's, yeah, it's just going to be in that jazz theme with live jazz bands, full cast. There'll be ensemble numbers. There'll be dancing numbers. We want our audience to feel free to join us um, if they so choose to dance. You just made a face at me that let me know you probably would not be participating in that portion. Amber, <laughs> I am I I have taken ballroom dancing classes. Like okay. I, I have some I mean I don't have rhythm, but I got some skills. Okay. Um well so, we expect to see them. So you better start practicing now. Well, I you know, I kinda have to host, you know, help host, you oh, know. Oh really? You know, okay. I gotta shake hands and kiss babies <laughs> and all that. Um, so if people you know, I know you open those auditions up. If people want to audition for show uh, for showstopper spectacular, yeah. where can they go to do that? So you can actually go to our Facebook page. We are under Southern Wesleyan University Fine Arts Series. And there is a graphic there with Showstopper with audition information. Or you can just send me an email, um, ajames at swoo.edu, and I can send you the information. Our auditions are May 1st and 2nd. We are doing in-person and um, video submissions this year. So also, we'll put a link to that in the show notes, as well as a link 
for you to support Southern Wesleyan during this week of giving. You heard Amber's story. There are countless other people who have had that same experience. And your gift during this week of giving makes it possible for other students to experience the difference that SWU can make in their lives. And who knows, maybe even some of them will come back and serve on staff or faculty and continue passing down that legacy of Christ-centered education to the next generation. So to Dr. Amber James, thank you so much. Looking forward, we're going on the alumni cruise. Hopefully we are, here in a we are less than a month away now. Yeah, so um, stay tuned. We got a lot more alumni trips and events coming up up in the future so stay tuned but for dr amber james this is heath mulligan thanks for listening to swoosh soul stories and we'll see you soon thanks for listening to this episode of swoosh soul stories make sure to add subscribe and download the podcast and leave us a review on your favorite podcast app southern wesley university is a christ-centered student-focused learning community devoted to transforming lives by challenging students to be dedicated scholars and servant leaders who impact the world for Christ. We're located in Central South Carolina and would love to welcome you to our campus. Go to swoo.edu to find out more today.